What's up, everybody? Welcome to Take 3 of oh the podcast. Oh my god, stop with all the What? Te- the people deserve the to The first know. one was, I didn't even hit the record button. And then we went to Take 2, and then I said, welcome to Take 2 of this, and you deleted it, and then I was like, okay, well, welcome to Take 3 of the You're the Worst Podcast. The I don't best know why you can't just start the pod. In America. In the world. Take that, Joe Rogan. What? Why are you? Why are you already starting? You're already starting. I'm not to grind my gears. You're rattling on my gears. Good grief! I think you need another beer. Anyway, just give me the stink, the stink look. Hope everybody's Independence Day was. Hope you're having a magical Fourth of July. We stayed out and watched fireworks last night. We did not purchase our own fireworks. We, we didn't. just watched the we, we were people get behind sparklers. us. Pop yeah, the whole town was like, "Let's, let's." Uh, they had some legit fireworks the street down yesterday. Those are not within city limit type fireworks that they were. Displaying. No fireworks are within city limit type fireworks. Actually, technically, <clears throat> you know there were some Karens probably who were like, "They're popping fireworks!" The cops. Yeah. And the cops are like... The police are like, okay. Lady, the whole town's popping fireworks. What do you want us to do yeah. about it? Come on. And it was a full moon. They're like, we've got like... Yeah. There are murders walking, and... Walking zombies in the town. Uh, we don't have time for your fireworks fiasco yeah, to deal with. Much. Thank you very much, lady. But yeah. Pretty so, much. So today's topic uh, was picked by me because I was thinking about this. We talked about 4th of July and you had said last podcast that... I would be in charge of today's production, mm-hmm. even though you've reround this three times already. Well, so far, you're not doing a very good job. I'm doing a great job. I think this is going to be the highest listened to podcast. I doubt that very much. I don't think so. You know why? Because we're talking about worst injuries today. Fourth of July makes me think of my worst injury that I've ever had. Not my worst, but definitely one of my most significant uh, injuries that I ever had. Did in my it life. occur on Fourth of July? It did because I had fireworks and I was a child and didn't know what I was doing. Burned myself horribly. I mean, not horribly. I mean, you should put that in perspective. Like, okay, I didn't, I didn't require hospitalization, but we'll we'll get to the story. But it, every time I think of Fourth of July, it makes me think of this time when I burned myself pretty bad. Mm. Yeah, it, it happens. Okay. It was the 90s. It was a complicated time. Okay? It was. Okay. Saul has a list of about... Yeah. Mm, 14 injuries. And that's not even all of them. I have five. I was like, how did you make it through life with only five injuries? Like, this, this is, like... Wh- because this is worst injuries that you've ever had. And I was thinking, man, I've been... I've had quite a few gnarly ones. And I'm like, how in the hell do you only have five? And this wasn't even... I just ran in a room on the whiteboard. That's why I stopped writing them. Mm. And I'm thinking back to some of them, which were pretty effing hilarious. I mean, when it happened, not so much. But uh, this, is, this is some good stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah. Maybe it's a guy and a girl thing. Maybe because like, I, I was a boy, you were a girl. Yeah. I mean, you were working for NASA. I was playing outside with a That's stick. Right. Yeah. I went to space camp. I did. I, and you're jealous. I am, because I always wanted to go to space camp. And we were, mom and dad were not having that at all. Mom could to go to space camp. <laughs> yeah, you just had cereal for dinner. <laughs> you think you're going to space camp. 
Oh. I'm just saying, like that, you had terrible parents. I didn't have terrible parents. Uh, judging was, by <laughs> looking at this list, you had terrible parents. It was. It was. We were just all injury prone. Maybe. Maybe that's what it was. And unsupervised. Very unsupervised. Like thinking back on it, I was like, I was very unsupervised. Like but, I was unsupervised for a large part of it too. But you know. I think. I think the fact that. I, and I don't even know. I don't know. I mean, we can get into some deep, dark stuff. But, I mean, super, like, I should be dead with with some of the stuff that's on, on there. And uh, I mean unsupervised for me in the sense that, like, they weren't, like, eyeballing me every minute of every day. But they were around. Somebody was always around. Well, somebody was always around. But, like, Days of Our Lives was on. And Mom was like, you're not coming in my house. Like, the end. Mm. Like, it was very much... The sun came up, and then it was go outside. Mom would literally lock the door, both doors, the screen door and the door door, and say, water is in the water hose, come back later, like literally. And if we were lucky, Mom would like throw like a sandwich outside, like uh, like scoot it out, like like you were feeding like a stray cat, and like you had, got a bologna sandwich. In if there, I had like, three boys, that's probably what I would do too, yeah, though. I'm sure, that's, I'm sure that was my mom's thinking. She was like, there's three boys, they're smelly, they're dirty, and they're all insane. And they just need to be outside like feral dogs. Like, I'm pretty yes. sure that's what my mom was thinking. Yeah. Probably. Uh, but 4th of July is always a fun holiday because uh, injuries, obviously, we're both medical people. And like I already know tomorrow, I'm going to have to deal with some stuff that shouldn't be coming into my place of employment, but... It's just it's just that time of year, man. Mm-hmm. Trauma season. Mm-hmm. Running and gunning. So, I think we're going to do it in the format of you're going to say what your injury was. This is the second most important part. Did you tell your mom or dad yes or no? Okay. And then what you did for the home treatment if you didn't go to the hospital and what kind of recovery did you go through? All right. Because that's important because the majority of mine... I'll already say it. Did not tell mom and dad. If I did, we would, did not go to the hospital, and the recovery was pretty brutal. Okay. But, yeah. So, I think you should lead it off. Wait. You want me to go first with my peasly little five injuries? Well, you'll do one, and then I'm sure we won't even get through all of mine. We won't have enough time. But you start out with yours, and then we'll start out with one of yours. Okay. I wrote mine down for in, in like a, in a chronological order. Okay. Mine's are all hodgepodge. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the first one, I uh, we had a, a, a barn that, uh, you know, just stored shit in, stored work tools and shits in, and um, it had had like stalls in it at one point, but all the stalls had been taken out, and they were, they had like... Um, just some bare exposed tin edges mm -hmm. and I was standing on a chair or something or fucking around and I fell and I um, sliced my palm right on the inside kind of outside of my hand mm. sliced it open pretty good still have a scar yeah, I can see it was that. like 4 or 5 or so I don't know Super fan life giver could probably tell you exactly how old I was. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, how do you get stitches for that? Of course, mom and dad knew. I think dad was fucking standing there. While it happened? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. 
Uh, so yeah, I had to go to the hospital for that one because it was bleeding and. I remember them putting like the local in and I watched it and I could see like it bubbling. Mm -hmm. Like that's what I remember of going to the hospital to get my stitches. Hmm. Was the bubbling. Was it, did liquid. they clean it with maybe peroxide and that was the bubbling? Maybe. I don't know. Hmm. How deep was it? Pretty deep. You can see all the like the tendons in your hand and stuff. Well, no. I mean. Just the meaty you part? Don't, you don't have tendons right there. You have tendons all it's along just, your wrist. That's you how see, you get on mobility. You can probably see the bone. It's right on top of my wrist yeah. bone. No, that's fat right there. It's right over the bone. Like right in the bend of the wrist. Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a weird spot. Hmm. How long did it take to recover? I don't remember. Hmm. I mean, it was stitches few weeks probably cool 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 stitches came out I took stitches out of somebody this little kid and she punched me right in the face oh good for her yeah she didn't like it I took it like a champ though <laughs> all right so it was like a little girl it was a little girl she fell hit herself on the head and I had to take a mother's scalp and Aww. she punched me right in the face I was like oh this is my day and it was like the second patient of the day. <laughs> oh, you well. got hit by a girl. I did. So, 4th of July. Speaking of 4th of July, this is why I always think of 4th of July and injuries. So, I must have been, we were living in Germany at the time. Dad was stationed in Germany. We were living uh, on base housing or whatever. And I must have been, I want to say 10 or 11. 10 or 11, somewhere around there. And... They have these small little fireworks. They're about, how, how big is that? Two inches? Maybe. <laughs> how big is that? I'm trying to gauge how big it was. Like that, three inches. Is that three inches? Okay. Okay. It, it was about that size. Anyway, it's a little <laughs> it's a little rocket motor. And basically, it shoots out all of these like sparks. And then you throw it. And it makes this sound. It had like wings on it. It's supposed to be like a hornet or a bee or some shit like that. So, some of the bigger kids were, like, holding it, wait for it to, like, actually light and fuse and then throw it. And you got, like, a much cooler effect when you would throw it in the air because it was dark and you could see all the sparks flying in the air. So, I'm thinking, I'm a big kid. I'm 11 years old. I got a Super Nintendo, whatever. So, I took, I took one of these, like, buzzers. I don't even know what the hell they were called. And lit one on fire, had the spark shoot out, threw it and had some pretty good success early. Like I, I was actually doing this successfully for like the first two that I had. And you know, you started to get a little bit cocky and you're like, okay, I'm gonna hold it a little bit longer. So I remember holding it between my thumb and my forefinger, lighting it on fire. And I don't know if this one was a dud or what the hell happened. So instead of the spark shooting out of the back of the damn thing, it came out the side and the way I was holding it, it hit my middle finger toward where my fingernail was. So like this, like Apollo freaking 11 Mercury freaking shards of sparks like lights my finger on fire. It, it, the finger doesn't catch fire, but we're obviously burned at this point. So I drop it like a like a little freaking freaking out little kid, and I'm like, Aah! my hands like on fire. So I immediately do like the kid thing where I'm like, 
like that. I'm like holding my finger like toward my chest or whatever, and I'm just holding it, looking at it, and there's blood like everywhere. Like it's like oozing out because that top layer of skin is like completely gone. And I'm like looking, and it's dark. Like you can't really see anything, but I'm like I know it's bleeding because like I can feel it or whatever. So like there's like a small little porch light leading into like the uh, like where we lived, and I look under it, and there's like portion like where the fingernail bed to where that first knuckle is is like completely gone like it's just skin bone not bone i won't say that it's, it wasn't bone but it was like the tissue was there and it was bleeding profusely and i was like i'm going to get in so much trouble and we were never going to get fireworks again <laughs> if i go and tell my parents so i'm thinking so i'm still outside and my parents are actually outside like you know i'm all the kids are running around so nobody knows where i am or I am. I'm underneath the light trying to administer first aid to myself. So I suck it up and I like do the classic kid thing. I don't have toilet paper or bandages on me. So I take like the bottom of my t-shirt and like I roll it like in a tourniquet like effect. Like and I just hold my hand there like in excruciating pain trying to get like the bleeding to stop. So long story short. I go upstairs after we all go inside, wash my hands. It's all like on fire. Like I'm bleeding like really, really bad. Get some toilet paper because this is all I have for a bandage at this point. And like make like this makeshift like freaking bandage out of toilet paper. And I do this for about two to three weeks. And the screwed up part, knowing what I knew now, we talked about this yesterday. Like my entire finger turned red. Like I had middle finger sausage finger and like portion of like where my knuckle and my hand meet, uh, it was totally infected. Like it was oozing like white pus, like it was real tender to touch. My finger was like swollen. I was like freaking taking like Flintstone vitamins thinking like like, like that was gonna <laughs> help. Because <laughs> I don't know anything about medicine. And like I just keep on washing it and washing it. Eventually like the swelling goes down. Eventually like, you know, the pus stops. I'm surprised you didn't lose your finger. I should have like I'm pretty sure it probably was like cellulitis is what I had and like luckily my body just fought it off and I just freaking washed it eventually it scabbed over and I remember one time I like my mom went thank god and I was good at hiding it like I just kept my hands on myself like this and my mom I guess that whole unattentive parent thing really came in handy she didn't notice like the blood on your shirt no because like when it was dark so it was like by the time we went upstairs like doing your laundry she didn't notice the blood on your shirt it's just kid stuff hey there's some blood here oh well you know that kind of thing so eventually you know we went i went upstairs and just threw off my clothes took you know took my bath and went went to sleep and eventually the swelling went down my finger had a scab on it and my mom never said anything about it and i never said anything to her and i mean it took forever for that thing to heal like yeah. forever like you like up until recently like i would say a couple of years ago like you could still notice like a noticeable scar where it was just like a big fat patch of like keloid type skin that had overgrown and I was like, yeah, I should have definitely gone to the doctor for that. Oh, I forgot one of my injuries. Oh. Was it a 4th of July injury? No. It was a food injury. Mm. I'll tell that one next. Are you done with your story? Yeah, essentially that was... I feel my bad first... for you. Like feel... that, oh, that, was... that story makes my heart, heart hurt for... Little Gamboa. Well, little Gamboa's got a list. Of, this might have to be a two-parter with as many injuries as I've got I've gone through in my life. Like that was. Probably, oh yeah, because we were already sixteen minutes in. That was probably like the second worst injury that I ever occurred as a child. I mean, 
that was I'll do the top three that I think were the most gnarly. And then gnarly. Yeah, I mean the finger one was pretty bad. And I was like, yeah. Mine are all pretty tame. Oh, you're just that's good. Not everybody needs to be all effed up like me. That's okay. That was a that was a pretty good one. Long story short, don't hold fireworks in your hands. Like no. that's how you learn. That's how you learn. Yeah. When the cool kids are doing it, don't do it because you're not a cool kid. That's, I had how, to you, learn that's how you blow your hand up. That's how I learned that I wasn't a cool kid. Like, I'm not a cool kid. Don't hold fireworks. Um, I broke my elbow uh, falling over hurdles during a track meet. Yeah, that was... Huh. I wasn't embarrassed at the time, I don't think. Like you fell right on the elbow? Yeah. Mm. Like it caught my... I don't remember if it hit caught my back foot or my front leg. And I just went down. And, like, I, it was sore. How old were you when this happened? How old was I, Mammy? 14, maybe? Okay. So you were... 14, 15? Mm-hmm. Maybe 15? Uh, yeah. So we just iced it. And uh, just kind of split... Kind of ace wrapped it. Held it up. Kind of gingerly carried it carried it around all night um i think for some reason i slept with my mom that night i don't know why i just remember waking up in her bed or maybe i came to her room and woke her up and my elbow was all my left elbow it was all swollen and starting to bruise and she was like yeah i think we need to go to the er for that so yeah turns out i broke my little olecranon there on the tip what they do for you cast i had like a stupid full arm 90 degree cast nice. for like six weeks yeah, i know those are pain in the ass it was blue <laughs> my cast was blue was it yeah because i don't like pink mm-hmm. at least you got a cool color yeah cool, cool, cool yeah uh so again my parents were present they were informed i got treatment <laughs> my parents loved me and took me to the doctor saw you piece of shit I didn't, I didn't say you were a piece of shit okay well this is gonna make the second one sound way worse so I must have been because we were dad was stationed in Fort Hood I must have been nine this is right before we moved to Germany so like fishing was like a big thing so we all had boys in, in our household so the boys went fishing one day and if you know anything about fishing, so when you're like a kid, you don't get like the cool, large, you know, big kid reel with, you know, the cool stuff. You get the Snoopy fishing pole, right? Yeah. So me and my brother, my dad was like, you know, he was at, the, there were like picnic tables around the lake or whatever. So he was at the picnic table getting his reel ready. Of course, me and my brother were like, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, we want to go fishing. So dad, you know, got our poles, fixed them up. Okay, here's, you know, the worms, go, go effing fish, go away. So, me and my brother run down to the lake or whatever, and we got our Snoopy poles. And if you don't know anything about how the Snoopy poles work, there's a button on the back, you take it and cast the fishing mm-hmm. line. So, we were, we were like, probably like bluegill fishing or something like that, blah, blah, blah. So, why there was a treble hook on our hook, I have no damn idea. So, me and my brother bait the worms or whatever, and my brother was like a little bit in front of me, but he was still on the side. So, have I told you this story? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, he reels the fishing pole back and, you know, proceeds to cast out. 
in the process, somehow while I was fixing my like lure on my like hook, I noticed like I felt like a tug on my face. And I'm like, what, what the hell? I thought it was like a mosquito or something. So he like casted forward and was going harder and harder. And then yoink, right underneath my eyeball. Like, I mean, right in the cheek. I mean, it must've been like an inch from my actual eyeball. Like freaking caught me right in the face and my bro like I'm screaming like oh stop doing that so like I have like this hook in my freaking face and my brother throws down his fishing pole which inadvertently tugs on the string even more <laughs> and like embeds it even further so like I freaking drop my Snoopy pole right there on the floor walk back to the freaking you know little gazebo where my dragging dad is. his snoopy pole yeah like my brother was like you know he was at least smart enough to like let the line out to where you know he could you know get me fixed up so i'm crying there's like a hook in my face there's like a worm still hooked up to it because i can feel the little worm Aww. twitching on my face <laughs> and i'm like crying hysterically like hysterical like i'll openly like absolute hysterical so I was like, Dad, I got, a, I got a hook in my in my eye. And my dad's like, what the fuck? Like, literally, like, he's like, what the fuck? I just turned around and you kids are doing this shit. So he, like, props me down on, like, this freaking bench or whatever. And he's like, shut up. <laughs> I was like, of course, doing one of those things. Like, I'm trying to keep it together, but I'm, like, losing it. Cause I, because at this point, I think it's in my eye. Like, I have no sense of where it is. I know it's somewhere in the vicinity. So, I remember my dad, we had like this, okay, we're not professional, we are recreational fishermen. We don't, we're not build dance where we got the, like, the nice tackle box. We have the, you know, we put it in the shed, let the worms that are still in there, like, dirty fishing pole, never cleaned it out. There's God knows what in a fork in there. Mm -hmm. So, my dad gets out, opens up this dirty-ass tackle box that looks like something from a Saw movie pulls out these dirty pair of like wire cutters mm. and i'm like you know doing one of those he's like don't effing move so he's got me like my dad's like literally got my hand like his hand around <laughs> my neck like so i don't move and i get why he did it like i understand that and he goes in there and just brings he's like Rick, out comes the worm out comes the hook i'm still bleeding off my cheek he takes like a dirty like watered up like t-shirt that he had from for something else and just pushed it against my face he's like sit there and wait till the bleeding to stop <laughs> and that was it and that was it and he went about his business fishing we stayed there out at the lake the rest of the day It'd be damned if we're gonna go back to the house we just got here so he's like don't tell your mom just say you fell okay <laughs> what that was it we went home my mom asked what was wrong with my face like i fell <laughs> i hit a branch <laughs> <laughs> by then, like, I think I, like, maybe fished a little bit, but I was totally out of the mood by then. Oh, I was, like, yeah. I was way over it. And it healed okay. I don't have a scar or anything. Oh. And then and that was it. It didn't get infected. I didn't need any medical treatment. We didn't go to the hospital. Man, kids are resilient. Uh, yeah, kids are absolutely resilient. And, and that was it. That was that was pretty gnarly. I mean, came danger close to losing an eyeball. Danger close. And I was like, holy balls, how different my life would have been had I lost that eye. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. But that was, that's a fishing story. Long story short, watch your kids or wear iPro. Even though iPro wasn't going to save me from what happened to me, but I mean, watch your kids. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, watch your kids. Yeah. Good stuff. All right, your turn. Uh, 
Mine are all boring. I think you should go again. All right. <laughs> this is the time I was electrocuted. <laughs> this is probably these are the top three. These are the top three that I'm like, okay, I should have died or sought medical care. So around the same time, we were living in Germany. I was 11 years old, 11 or 12 at this point. Uh, so in Germany, like the outlets are a little bit different because they run off a different power grid or whatever. Mm. So it's in it's instead of like the flat like inserts for the th they're all round mm -hmm. so the previous christmas this must have been in like february january somewhere around there my parents got me a chemistry set and i was like oh snap son i got me a chemistry set so of course like i think i'm a scientist like i think i know what's going on i'm like you know whatever i all i know as a kid if you're a scientist you need a couple of things you need some weird looking fluid you need fire and electricity <laughs> so my parents went out to the px or something and the px was like freaking 40 minutes away from the housing area so me my brothers were all at the house you know i'm the babysitter at the point at 11 and i'm like okay you're the oldest because i'm the oldest so i was like i'm gonna do something like experiment so copper wire came into this freaking chemistry set or whatever and i'm like it was like a lego technic set with like test tubes and stuff and i'm like okay cool we'll uh We'll just F around with this stuff. So I had this brilliant idea of, you know, really taking it up a notch. Went into the kitchen, got some aluminum foil. Got some aluminum foil, rolled them like snakes, because I'm like, I'm going to need a giant power source. Batteries aren't going to cut this. I need the wall socket. And I have no, I, I'm a kid. I have no idea how dangerous this is. I'm thinking, when I plug the vacuum into it, totally fine. I should be okay. I have no idea that you should never... And I don't think my parents ever, like, I'm an idiot, and nobody ever told me don't F with electricity. So I, I roll these two, like, snake-like freaking figures, take, like, make a fork out of them, and, like, wrap some copper wire. It's wrapped around, like, another battery that's wrapped around a test tube. And I, I don't know what I'm doing. It looks cool, and it's not science. Like, this is not... <laughs> You know, like peer-reviewed experimentation. This is just it. This, this is what I see in movies. So this is what I'm going to do. So I take the two prongs of this foil, and I then go proceed once everything to is wrapped jam up it into the to jam it into the outlet. And let me tell you, elect that was probably the most pain fear that I've ever experienced during one of these like childhood injuries because as of course that old saying where like you know you can't let go you legit can't let go like i think either one of two things happened either i lived or i died and this is all like a redo for me so i stick <laughs> i'm not even joking i stuck it in there and like i'm getting shook i'm like oh like it, it didn't even go in very far before i started feeling like the shock and i'm i remember distinctly trying to let go but i couldn't and <laughs> Like what? It, it was probably only a couple of seconds, but it felt like an eternity because you're a child and you're like, oh my god, I'm going to die. Mm -hmm. So like, I shook it in there and I'm literally like convulsing. And then like, thank God, either the vibration of me shaking allowed me to like peer, you know, veer off to the left to where it like came out of the outlet and I could let go. I'm assuming that's what happened, or I died. Uh, so I did that, and then I let go, and then I just had one of those moments where I was like, at that moment, he knew he effed up kind of situation. And I was like, 
yeah, screw this shit. I freaking took all that shit, watered it up, threw it all in the trash, and I just stayed on the couch till my parents came home. <laughs> but and I, of course, no, did I tell my parents? Hell no. Secondly, I had like this weird twitch in my arm afterwards. Like it was like, like it was in my left arm. Like I felt like this vibration sensation. I was like, oh fuck. And then like, I just I was scared to death of electricity ever since then. And I was like, okay, I probably didn't need hospitalization, but it would have been good to do an EKG, make sure my heart wasn't out of you know rhythm, because obviously <laughs> that's the other thing that we're worried about. But yeah, I almost died. Electric. I mean, imagine had I went full like tilt into the thing, and then my parents find me just kilt over, just you know, little eleven-year-old me holding some aluminum foil, or just like a dead raccoon on the road, just dead. <laughs> and that was I should have died. <laughs> Watch your kids, people. Don't let your eleven-year-old yeah. babysit. How about that? Don't leave him home alone. Oh, that was good stuff. Wow science kits that was fun it was a fun science kit but i almost died like electricity i didn't know aluminum foil couldn't go into a socket i'm 11 nobody nobody tells you that at 11 they tell you that all the time don't stick shit into sockets don't stick metal don't stick forks but and that, knives but that old saying of like this is how we learn that is how you learn yeah like, you're the poster child I'm the poster for child for like this is how you learn <laughs> electrical safety wow mm-hmm and your bro- your brothers didn't know? They didn't know. hear you or anything? Oh, when you have, or at least, I don't know, this is how it was in our house. Growing up, tattling was the number one thing. I grew mm-hmm. up with the Takashi 6 9 for brothers. <laughs> they would snitch on everything. We would, it was like a snitch factory in there. They're like, oh, I'm going to tell mom and dad. Ooh, wait till you get home. Wait till they get home. I'm going to tell. I mean, we would have like throw down fights over don't tell mom and dad. My brothers, and oh. I mean, real quick, okay, this wasn't my entry, but this is the level that we took it to. So my brother had snitched on me, right, mm. about something dumb. I don't even remember what he snitched on me for. But, like, WWF was, like, a big thing, so we would always wrestle and fight each other. That was just normal boy stuff. So I was like, I owe you, mother trucker. Like, I owe you big. I went into my dad's, like, he, we had an extra spare bedroom. He had, like, some free weights and stuff like that and, like, you know, barbells and stuff. So I had the great idea of, hiding all the weights underneath his bed and i put the top cover like the uh what's the top thing the what's the top sheet the comforter Comforter. i took the comforter so the comforter is thick like we don't have one i don't know so the comforter is on top and you can't really tell what's underneath it i was like i grabbed my brother's like hey dude let's have a jumping contest let's see who can jump the highest on onto the bed i was like he's like yeah let's do that so of course i was like all right you go first so he went head first, dove into the bed that is covered in weights and barbells, smacks his face directly onto one of my dad's freaking like 25 pound plates or whatever. And freaking like just his nose is just like Marsha, like just freaking bleeding. So he's crying hysterically. And I'm like, oh shit. I just effed up my brother. And my dad runs and he's like, what the fuck is going on? I was like, uh, there was some, I'm trying to explain to him, but he's like, uh, we were jumping on the bed, and then my dad goes and, like, yeah. gets my brother, he's like, put your head up, you know, you know, in the complete opposite of what you're actually supposed to do, so, my dad pulls off the comforter, and all my, all the, all the weights are there, he's like, what the F are you freaking thinking, so my dad, you know, proceeds to beat my ass while he's trying to take care of my brother, who's <laughs> bleeding profusely from his face, 
I mean, that don't snitch. Obviously, that backfired on me. Stitches get stitches. Yeah, he didn't get stitches. My dad put like a, a freaking thing of ice on his face and told him to shut up and just lean forward eventually. Yeah, but yeah, I got a, I got a pretty badass whooping for that one. But, you know, injuries happen. But anyway, that that was the level of my brothers and I. Just full Takashi six nine in that house, just snitching. We just we wanted to snitch on anything, because the ass whoopings were so epic. So you knew <laughs> they were just due. I'm just saying. Wow. Yeah. That's vindictive. <laughs> That's how we roll. Oh, so many, so many, so many butt whoopings. It was great. All right. Next one. Well, I, I was I was privileged. I got to play basketball. Mm-hmm. I tore my ACL playing basketball, so I got to have surgery for that. Of course, my parents knew about it. I got treatment. It was a long recovery. It's like a six month recovery. Yeah. Eh, maybe like four, four to six months, but I still have trouble with it. I've had an additional surgery on it since then. Hmm. Pretty uneventful. <laughs> That's All it. Right. That was like one of the first. It was one of the first basketball games of the season, and I mm. fucking tore my shit. I was upset I couldn't play the rest of the season. No. I think I made it back in time for like the end of track or some bullshit. Well, speaking of broken stuff, the one the one of the few times where I did seek medical care. So I was in eleventh grade. We were playing softball, but. It was like PE softball, so there were no gloves. It was like a soft, big, fat ball. It wasn't like the softball softball. But you had like a bat basis, people playing positions. Mm. So I was like in left field, and a ball was hit to me. So I don't have a catcher, a glove or anything, so you're just going to catch it with your hands. No big deal. So I went up, tried to catch the ball. Of course, I have horrible coordination. So the ball lands directly on my left hand pinky finger. I haven't told you this story. Uh-uh. Of how I broke my pinky finger? Yeah. Yeah. How many times have you broken that finger? This is the same story. Oh. All right. Yeah. Keep going. So, broke my finger. I was in a cast for like eight weeks. And I had one of those disgusting... Long story short, I had one of those disgusting arm... Full arm... like Full arm cast for like a pinky? From, it, I had, it was like a mitt. It was like a freaking rake. It was like from here all the way up to my elbow. Like why the guy couldn't just do... Because I had to have surgery. Like there's pins in it. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just like, what the fuck? Yeah. So... Did you have surgery immediately after? I had surgery about maybe a couple of days afterwards. I was yeah. like in a popsicle splint. And then... Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's pretty... Pretty epic. Granted, no ass whooping from that though. That was that was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Because you weren't doing anything wrong. Yeah, I just broke my finger. Not a big deal. Yeah. It happens though. Poor thing. Yes. And it's a crooked little finger. And it's super crooked. Can't straighten it. Yeah, I thought I broke it the other day. Like obviously there's something wrong with it because like I can bend it more here, and then this one doesn't bend as much. I don't know. Maybe it does. I don't know. So it just freaks me out. Your finger freaks you out? It does. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's okay. I see you have a drowning injury. Really so, I almost drowned one time. I almost drowned one time. Okay, you tell your drowning story. I mean, I wasn't injured. Oh, I was injured because like, I, I caught like hypothermia from him. My dad told me to shut the fuck up and we're going to keep fishing. Oh. We were, we were in a swimming pool mm-hmm. and I was in one of those round inflatable waste tube things mm-hmm. and I got flipped over 
and I couldn't get flipped oh. back upright. But my brother saved me. Oh, did he? My yeah. brother would have probably snitched. He saved me. He flipped me over. Oh, good, good, good deal. Yeah. And he saved me from the freezer one time, the deep freeze. I got leaned over in the deep freeze and couldn't get back out. The lid slammed on my back, and I couldn't reach the ground. You were in the freezer? I was getting deep? something out of the deep freeze or cooling off or something. And I was little. Yeah. I couldn't get out, mm. and he came and lifted the lid and got me out. My brother would have left me in there. You yeah. deserve it. That's what he would have said. No, I think I was freaking out. Yeah. No way to avoid it. I was losing it. So my drowning story involves the, I believe it's the Ohio River. Anyway, we were in Kentucky. It's like November. Like, it's freaking cold. It's snowing. We go out to the river or whatever. And we were standing out by, and there was a pretty good tide. Like, there was, like, a good current going. And we are like, for some reason, we think we're going to go catfishing. I was like, this is stupid, but Dad was like, hey, you want to go fishing? Like, yeah, we'll go fishing, whatever. Get out of the house. So... We go down to the river, and we're, like, fishing out by, like, the boat dock where, like, you would put, like, the boat ramp. Mm -hmm. And if you've ever been on a boat ramp, like, it's super slick. Mm -hmm. Like, it's got all that moss and everything. So my dumb ass goes out there, casts out a reel, and I, like, I guess I try to cast it out too far. And I freaking slip. The current, like, immediately catches me. And I'm, like, in the river like Timmy. Like, uh, <laughs> like this giant river. And my dad's, like looking around like I remember this distinctly because like as I'm drowning trying not to like die like my dad's got his fishing pole and he's like yeah that's my kid in the river so luckily like I it felt like 200 yards like before like the current like started to wash me up on the rocks so like because like I'm going this way and like my back like slams into this fucking rock and I managed to like roll over and like climb onto like the shore or whatever where I was like all this fucking rocks are and shit my dad's like running down there he's like he's like are you okay and i was like i'm like freezing because it's like ice cold water and i'm like shivering he's like, yeah. i'm like yeah i'm okay and he's like good uh. <laughs> so my dad's like gives me the keys to the van go wait in the van and we just got there <laughs> i'm in like drenched in ice cold water i turn the van on I crank up the heat as hard as I can, and I cannot get warm for the life of me. And my dad, my dad, and my two younger brothers are out there just fishing, like for like two, three hours, just out there. And I'm just like in the van, just like trying to warm up, and like cannot get warm. Did you take your clothes off? I didn't know to do that. Oh, I'm, I'm like I'm like a kid. Like I'm just like I don't have. Any, this is before Bear Grylls and freaking, how old were you? Fourteen, thirteen. <laughs> You're not a kid. <laughs> I was a child. <laughs> I had no idea. Oh, God. And my dad finally comes in. He's like, you in the van this whole time? He's like, shit, we're almost out of gas. I'm yeah. Like, and I was like, fuck. I was like, I'm dying over here, sir. So we get home. My mom's like, what the hell happened to you? I fell in the river. My back kind of hurts. Well, go take off all your clothes. Don't come in the house like that. Uh, okay. It was great. God, I drank a lot of water that day. You reminded me of my river incident. I think you tell that story better than I do, though. Oh, when you got drunk? Yeah. <laughs> Where's my tube? I like when you, how you say it. Oh, you got drunk. Mm -hmm. It's your own damn fault. Mm-hmm. Mm. That was a good time. Good time. 
Yeah. What'd you put on that? River? Incident. Incident. It was an incident. It was, because you were super drunk. I we were floating the Guadalupe River and you we were, were drunk near, before even we got in the river, dude. Yes, and um, we were nearing the end of the little route, the little run, mm-hmm. and there was a shallow piece of water with a bunch of hilly rocks, and my I hit the rocks and my tube went flying and my butt started skimming across yep. the rocks. And you just let that tube go. I tore a toenail off. Mm-hmm. I didn't know if I was gonna live. You didn't. We had to like hand. We had to hold your hand. You had to like, yeah. You had to come pick me up and then go get my tube. Yeah. Yeah. Total disregard for that tube. Dude, I had a bruise on my butthole. Yeah. It was sore for like a week. You didn't even have that much to drink. Was the crazy part. I didn't have that much to eat that day either. Oh man, you were making friends with a meth methican that was. uh, that chick was on meth. The girl that sold us the tubes. Oh, cool. Whatever. She was nice. Do you remember that? Yeah, I remember you making fun of me for being nice to people. No, you weren't being nice. You make fun like, of me when I'm mean to people and when I'm nice to people, so I can't win with you're you. You're mostly mean to people. I was tired of waiting on your friends to show up. First of all, we didn't coordinate that well. <laughs> so that's my river incident. Mm. I floated the river a couple of times, but I've never had a, a river incident other than trying to rescue your t- your tube. I think next time we go, I will have more to eat that day. Well, we'll see if that ever happens if the world stops burning. Mm-hmm. You ever had a paintball injury? No, my brother shot me in the butt one time with a paintball. Shot me with a BB. Got in trouble both times. Mm-hmm. So speaking of no supervision... So, me and my buddies, when I was, like, 13, 14, like, we were really into paintball, like, really into it. Like, we were like, we're going to go pro, this is our thing. Any extra money we had went toward paintball gear, equipment, and going to play paintball. So, for some reason, we thought, you know what, I bet we could mod out these freaking paintballs. And by modding out a paintball, you're thinking, okay, they have paintballs, but what else can I shove in a paintball and shoot. Why would you shove anything in the paintball? Because we're boys and we're thinking, I need something more lethal in my life. Ratchet would freeze his. We we froze ours. We did that, but we needed to step it up. Mm. So, my dad had a shed that had a bunch of shit in it. Like, gasoline, razor blades for, like, the box cutters. Like, he had a hundred of them for some reason. Like, just leftover scrap, whatever. I don't, I don't know why the shed was the way it was. Never figured that out. Death shit. It's a death shit. So, me and my buddy, Scott, I remember this dude. I remember Scott was my best friend in middle school before he moved away. And we were like, that was we were going to go pro paintballing, obviously. So, we had an idea of taking paintballs, cutting the tops of them off, taking the paint out, because we figured out how to do that, and then super gluing them back and putting stuff in the paintball. So, we had a brilliant idea of one day, I'm like, you know what? We got wire cutters. We can put like freaking paper clips and take the paper clip, spin it out to where it's straight, and then just make like metal, metal shrapnel out of this paintball. So we did that with a couple of paintballs successfully. <laughs> so we had these like shrapnel paintballs <laughs> at this point. So we're like, you know, let's test them out. Let's see what kind of integrity they got. So he shot 
we shot like at the like the brick house like it was a brick i was like and he just just shatters i was like fucking cool and he's like i wonder what this would do to a person so of course the cynical part is like he's like dude i'll let you shoot me and then you can shoot me with one and i was like hell yeah let's do this so i shoot him and like the paintball doesn't do anything like it hits him he screams and he goes ah and he's got like some scratches and i was like it's kind of weak sauce he's like yeah he's like dude getting hit with a regular paintball hurts way worse so he loads up a paintball (laughs) and like you know because we're shooting in the leg so we're like because we already decided you're gonna shoot we're gonna shoot each other in the leg so he shoots me in the leg his paintball apparently was way better than the one i had built because freaking shards of like the paper clip are in my leg i'm like crying and i'm like freaking the fuck out of course there's blood and like just it like a like a small dime sized portion of my leg looks like a porcupine so i'm freaking out and this is some jackass type shit this is way before jack like this was just dumb kid yeah. stuff like adolescents young and dumb and just so we go back to my dad's shed and i'm thinking don't tell my parents because i'm gonna get in so much damn trouble so we went in, took some freaking uh, needle nose pliers and just sat there and we're just taking like, it was like two or three, maybe four shards that were actually embedded in my leg. But like the entire time I'm thinking, because it hurt to press it, I was like, how many of these things are still in my damn leg that we didn't find? It healed okay. I didn't get tetanus or anything, but <laughs> I was like, just two kids with paintball guns just shooting each other because we thought that was a great idea. Obviously, and we were not wearing an iPro. We were just like, we didn't catch anything in the face. Yeah. That would have that super sucked. This probably needs to be a two-parter. I don't know. Boys are dumb. Yeah, boys are super dumb. I mean, you could do a podcast all on your own on injuries. You still have, like, ten left. Yeah. Well, if the listeners want to, we'll get an email. Yeah. Yeah. My most recent one um, I'll talk about. It's, you know, as an adult, mm-hmm. I uh, was heating up some uh, clam chowder mm. at the in the microwave at work, and the microwave is above my fucking head because that's smart, right? Yeah, you should always put the microwave above your head. Yeah, and so I'm pulling this hot soup out of the microwave, and of course, like I don't get it all the way, or I tip, or somebody makes a loud fucking noise, and I right. jump, whatever. And I got some on my hand, and I was like. Looked at it, I was like, fuck, that's kind of hot. And so I, like, set the soup down. The sink is right there, so I turn on the cold water, I rinse it, and I have, like, this huge red spot on it. I'm like, oh. oh. I sit there for a while, I'm like, that kind of burns. Hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Burns in the kitchen, I'm pretty serious. Eat my soup. Just <clears throat> eating my soup, and then, like, our, uh, one of our trauma surgeons comes through, and she's talking about some kind of... Somebody burned their self doing something. And I was like, oh, I burned myself. And she was like, dude, that looks bad. That's like a second degree burn. She's like, what'd you put on it? I was like, eh. No- nothing? Yeah. She was so sweet. She went over to burn ICU and got me some uh, Neosporin and yeah. something fucking else to put on it. Yeah. And that shit took forever to heal. It like blistered up. Burns take forever. It's just. Yeah. And I hurt. still have like a discoloration in my yeah. hand from it. <laughs> stuff though it happened i was an adult when that happened yeah now their microwaves are below waist level so we're good mm. poor boost <laughs> i know it's, it's, a, a, it's rough, a rough life it is 
That clam chowder has never tasted the, the clam same. Chowder. I do love me some clam chowder, though. It's true. Do you want to tell one more, little one? Uh, let's see. You know what? We'll stay on the same thing of burns. We'll go with uh, finger apple lacerations. What is that? So, when I was a kid, obviously, if you can judge by these stories, my parents were very unattentive, like very hands-off. So, when we wanted something to eat, a lot of the time, you would just go into the kitchen and grab it. So, me and my brothers one day were like, eating apples was our thing. So, for some reason, the house always had a ton of apples, maybe because they were cheap, I don't know. So, our favorite thing to do was to cut them in four slices and eat them instead of just eating a regular apple. So, of course, we're children, unsupervised, and this happened dozens of times in our lifetime. I, I distinctly remember this. So, of course, we're like kids. I must have been nine years old, eight or nine. And this is one of the more gnarly ones, but I was cutting the apple, big, fat, green Granny Smith apple, and I'm, I'm holding this with my little, bitty little paw, and I, I take the biggest knife, of course, because I think that's what's going to take to cut this damn apple come all the way down on it with all of my might and whoosh, the tip of my finger like literally we're talking like half inch laceration into the into my skin so i'm freaking of course like all these other stories freaking the hell out can't finish cutting my apple i can't tell my mom because she's going to tell my dad who is going to beat the ever-living crap out of me for doing for feeding this. yourself yeah off oh. It's the 80s, baby. This is a whole different time. Anyway, so <laughs> my brother, he's like, he looks at me, he's like, <gasps> like he's crying. I was like, shut up, shut up, because mom's asleep at this point. I was like, shut up, just shut up. Don't say anything, shut up. So I like unroll like all these freaking paper towels, and I'm trying to like do this, and I'm like washing the apple off, and like there's just a little bit of blood. I give it to my brother, I'm like, shut up, dude. So, long story short, we we got the apple, we got the kitchen cleaned up. <laughs> my brother's still crying a little bit. And I'm like, dude, just shut up. So, like, I freaking take my finger, like, I push the edges back together, I go into the freaking shed. This is how I learned about this: duct tape and super glue. Oh I went God. in there. I mean, I should be freaking dead. Like, I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what it was super glue. I knew it was sticky, and I was like, okay, that's gotta work. So I took my finger and like did one of these where I like push the skin together, mm -hmm. and I'm like just pouring it in there. Just as much as I possibly can. Take a little bit of duct tape, wrap it around my finger, and I'm just and I just hold my finger like that for like the rest of the freaking day, where I'm like pinch. It, it's like if you're pinching, like I'm making that motion and just holding it the rest of the day. That bitch needed knowing what I know now about medicine and medical stuff. I, I needed at least three stitches in that son of a bitch, mm -hmm. and I was like, okay, we're good. So. Luckily, did not get infected. I did not get any toxicity that I know of. I'm pretty sure wow. I probably did, but managed to save that. Nick shut the hell up. He didn't. He stopped crying. Mom and Dad never found out, and that was good. And we must have done that dozens of times as kids. Your parents didn't notice a piece of fucking duct tape wrapped around your finger for weeks. We're boys. I don't know. They just never paid attention that much. Like I said, when you're a kid, you're good at hiding stuff. Like I'm just like just keep my hand below. Eat with one hand when you're at the dinner table. Just, yeah, just like that. Yeah. No, my parents would have been like, what's wrong with your hand? Mm. Why aren't you using your hand? They'd be like, why are you walking funny? My parents are... Why are your arms crossed? My parents are like, you know what? If it's not they would have been like, that's abnormal behavior. What the fuck is wrong? No. My parents are complete opposite. They're like, 
I'm still breathing. Okay, we're good. Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, that's the finger apple laceration story. Before my brother started snitching. All right. So, you didn't threaten him enough. Yeah. So those are some of the stories. I've got dozens more. <laughs> I feel bad for you. How many happened when you were an adult? Or all these? These are all like kids? kid stuff. Adult, I've been super lucky. I think the worst thing that ever happened to me was like a, like uh, Fort McCoy doing like pre mob training, like freaking. Like I got a, a simulation round, which is like a piece of chalk. It's like a paintball, but it's just chalk, like right in my freaking face. Mm. Like that one hurt pretty bad. Like I thought I broke the orbit of my eye because it was like less than like seven feet from the guy that shot me. Ugh. Yeah, I, I would say that was the worst one as an adult. Did he get to continue training? Well, he was a cadre. He, he said, <laughs> yeah, he said it was my fault. This is how the army works. Everything is the trainee's fault. Like this is your fault. Even though I had my goggles on, even though we are briefed, no shooting in the face. Even though this is a simulation combat, no shooting in the face is the rule. And I'm like, yeah, it was it was my fault. So typical army shit. But yeah, I would say that was probably the worst injury as an adult that I ever sustained. I mean, thank God. I've been in some car accidents. I mean, no, more like fender bitters. I wouldn't even call them car accidents. But that was more bad. Yeah. Thank God. But anyway. All right, if you want to hear more about Saul's uh, near-death experiences, shoot us an email. You're the worst, zero two at gmail.com. No one's emailed us for a free T-shirt from our anniversary pod. No one has said congratulations for hanging in there for a year. (sighs) We're coming for you, Joe Rogan. We're coming for you. Fans ever. Coming for you, Joe. Anyway, there you go. All right. Bye.